So you heard what happened to me last weekend, right? No. I threw my back out. It's still messed up a week later. And I threw it out playing Wii Fit. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I get for exercising. <laughs> That's barely exercising. It's enough, apparently. Moving? Moving. I had to stand up. <laughs> so that was too much. Yeah, game shouldn't require you to use your body. No. Yeah, that's dangerous. Hello, and welcome to the Press Continue Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, and my co-host, Brittany. Hello. And today we are talking about the Sega Genesis game, Streets of Rage. Mm-hmm. Streets of Rage, we're going to start talking about the first game first. That makes sense. So, in Japan, the first one was called Bare Knuckles, Furious Iron Fist. Makes sense. Yeah. I've actually heard of it called Bare Knuckles before, but I never know the Furious Fisting. <laughs> Bare Knuckles. Uh, which, uh, it was released on the Genesis. Actually, I found a couple different dates for the, the release date in the U.S., but it was really... I'm going with December 31st, 1990. It was developed by many of the same people from uh, Team Shinobi, which Team Shinobi, from every game that I've seen them make on the Genesis, was always, like, taking the Sega Genesis and pushing it to the system's limits. They they really did some... Uh, some amazing games, for example, Revenge of Shinobi, which is considered actually one of the best games on the Sega Genesis. And it's rumored to have used the same game engine as Golden Axe. Just a heavily modified version of Golden Axe, which Golden Axe was actually our very first episode. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's cool. rumored or you don't know? It's rumored to have <laughs> used a heavily modified <laughs> version of Golden Axe's game engine. I can see that. So... And when I read that, it's like, well, that's, uh, that really makes sense, because there's a lot of the same beat-em-up elements yeah. going on. It actually looks almost exactly the same, just a street, instead of a bird head. Awesome, uh, awesome cover art. <laughs> I'd be scared. I don't know if I, if I saw this on the shelf today. I mean, because it's, it's like a drawn thing of people beating each other up in the streets. I mean, there's a uh, blonde-haired mullet dude with a bandana. Just like Jason uh I didn't even Voorhees notice that. Yeah. His... Who's not even in the game anywhere. <laughs> a guy with a Jason mask. Getting face kicked by Blaze. Ninja Turtle coming out of the sewer. In the bottle. Yeah, and somebody actually pointed out that that's the Empire State Building in the back. Yes, yes it is. So apparently they're in New York. But if I saw this box art on the shelf today, I don't think I'd look at this game twice. What about you? Yeah, no. I Even then I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, don't you, why don't you tell us the story of this game? Because you read it so well when we uh, when, with the game intro when we started playing this. The city was once a happy, peaceful place, until one day, a powerful secret criminal organization took over. This vicious syndicate soon had control of the government, and even the police force. The city has become a center of violence and crime where no one is safe. Amid this turmoil, a group of determined young police officers have sworn to clean up the city. Among them are Adam Hunter, Axel Stone, and Blaze Field. They are willing to risk anything even their lives on the streets of rage. What a story. <laughs> Man, storylines back Adam then really Hunter, needed some help. Axel Stone and Blaze Fielding. Good names. Good strong names. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Which, yeah, those were the three characters you got to choose from to play the game. 
Yeah, there was a dumb guy, a dumber guy, <laughs> and a stupid girl. Yeah. That's about it. But every time I every time I used to play this, okay, when I was a kid, I would usually pick I think it's Axel. Axel Stone, the blonde haired average Ugh, all the way around. He was guy. Awful. I played him on accident at first. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. even jump. No. Well his jump's not very good. Yeah, he's he's pretty awful. If you want jumping, you want the girl, you want Blaze. I tried to get Blaze, but and accidentally. They kept denying you. Yeah. <laughs> It just wasn't Fine, meant to Axel. Be. <laughs> and I never played um, Adam Hunter, which is weird because he's got the same name as me. So you'd think I'd pick him, but why, I never played him until this time. Why would people name their children after car parts? Adam, it's a car part. Yeah, Adam. It's an Axel. Oh, okay. Well, Axel Rose. <laughs> I guess it's all his fault. <laughs> it's his parents' fault, unless that's his real name. Is that his real name? Is that his real hair? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Is that hat really attached to him forever? <laughs> it to his head. I think so. That just looks like a clown wig that he dyed black. <laughs> Put a hat on. Are you talking about a slash? Oh yeah, slash. It's so dumb. That's whatever. Oh, Rose. They're always together. <laughs> they don't brain. even talk anymore. <laughs> they haven't talked in twenty years. They're always together. Really? Yeah, they don't talk. Oh, what did they have a falling out? Yeah. Really? No. This tells you how much I really was a huge fan of them. I actually don't really know. Like, I know what was the name of the band they were in? Guns N' Roses. Uh, uh, history. Yeah, no, I don't know. Who had the gun and who had the roses? Was it Axel or Blaze? <laughs> Blaze. What was the name of the singer? Again? <laughs> Axel. Yeah, it could have been his real name. His last name wasn't Rose, no. I don't think. His name was Axel Blaze <laughs> Hunter Fielding. <laughs> Axel Stone. <laughs> Well, so much for that tangent. What the hell just happened? Um, so, alright. So the opening music from this game, I've always made this connection in my head. And I know when I had you reading the story, I had this music playing in the background. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's the same music as... Yeah. See, I always thought that as a kid, but it sounded like that uh, song from Enigma, Sadness. Yeah, it is the same song. It's, it's the exact somebody same beat. Somebody stole from somebody. Do you think the Japanese stole from... Uh, who, who is Enigma? Uh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. They're a bunch of monks <laughs> that were ripped off <laughs> by another a, band. And... They have a Casio in the church. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had one of those Casio keyboards when I was a kid. Everyone had one. And when Where, you got it for Christmas, you're like, yes. And all you ever did was do stuff with the barking dogs. <laughs> I remember that all the time. Yeah, they were cool. I'd always go to, like, Sears and play with the keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, uh, from Bill and Ted's Mozart when he was in the middle of the mall playing, like, the 15 keyboards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how you felt. You That's that how I good. felt. I was that good. In my mind. <laughs> But yeah, it's I, I always that's the first time I've actually played them back to back though. Um, but yeah, it's the exact same song. Yeah, that's so, crazy. And we'll get we'll get later into who ripped off who in, in the music <laughs> section. sounds that um, reminded me of uh, other things was when you got into the items, mm -hmm. The anytime you picked up the apple, the little fruit pickup, it was the same noise as when Pac-Man ate the fruit. Yeah, it was like, Wah -wah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it just looked weird when they picked up the fruit and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> you were saying that. What, what did you, you were saying playing drop like? ball, like from Adventure Time. Drop ball. <laughs> So yeah, there's a lot of different pickups in this game that you have, which, I mean, most of them are pointless, because they just give you points. Uh, 
pointless, but they give you points. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible puns. So you had gold bars, you had cash bags, you had uh, one-ups, which I don't think I've ever found one-ups, but they're they're kind of hidden throughout the game. Special attack? Yeah, that's um, the when you press the A button and the card pulls up. Yeah, but you can pick what you can pick up. There's two in the whole game that you can pick up to get a second special attack because you only get one per level. The apple, which would give you health, and then the beef, the big beef chop. Look like turkey. <laughs> Does that look like turkey? I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of blind. But uh, you have the beef chop, which would give you full health, which anytime you sell the beef chop, just leave it on the ground. Here's your pro tip for this game. Just leave it on the ground, because that means there's a boss fight coming. So wait till you're about to die, and then go eat your beef. Oh, you just don't want to randomly eat the beef? Don't just randomly <laughs> eat the beef. And... Which, the enemies in the game, I mean, we only fought, saw like five or six besides the bosses. Um, I know you said that there was the one normal thug that looked like... Oh, yeah. The red-headed... Guy from, uh... A Christmas Story. Christmas Story. Scott Fargus. Yeah, Scott Fargus, yeah, grown up. <laughs> there was those weird yellow Ninja Turtle-looking guys, which I still don't know what the heck they're supposed to I think they just had, like, one of those, uh, cool 80s leather jackets on. But it just looked like a, a, a shell. And yeah. they had, like, the, the spiky mohawk. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't designed that well, but... I don't know, and they had, like, knee pads and everything. I mean, it was just, it looked like just a Ninja Turtle reject. <laughs> The dominatrix girls, which every time you tried to punch them, they just scream and you know the ones that would get on their knees and they wouldn't get up until you stopped hitting them. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, like, get up, let me smack you around. (laughs) I need you to die now. Can you please get up? Um, Then there were like gray ninja dudes later in the game, um, which would kept flipping around and staying away from us. Mm -hmm. So they were they fight like chickens. (laughs) (laughs) They fight like Like, chickens. Fight me like a man. No, I must bounce around the screen. And then the creepiest thing, the juggling clowns. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, I don't know either. Apparently in the 80s, punk gangs always had juggling clowns. They did? I, I don't know. Like, uh, the one from Stephen King, It? That guy. Did he juggle? I don't know, but if he ever came up to me in the street, <laughs> I would run screaming. Was he in a gang? I Maybe. Was it It's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he was in a gang, it would be even scarier. Yeah, a gang of it's coming after you. Uh-huh. No, and I've never seen that movie. Yeah, good. <laughs> but I think I need to watch it because... He's basically the only scary thing in that movie. Well, isn't that the whole point of that movie is it's all about it? No, it's about... he's the it's, it? It's about fear. So it change, it changes to whatever you're afraid of. What is it, that thing from Harry Potter? Boggart? Yeah. Is he a boggart? I guess so, JK, you just ripped off Stephen King. Uh, it's just, this episode's all about rip, everything ripping off everything. Yeah, everybody today. ripped everybody off. Which, um, speaking of another rip-off, is we were talking about the specials, where you press your A button, and a car pulls up, a police car pulls up, yeah. a guy gets out of the car, shoots a big rocket launcher, you hear the and, like, all the guys flip back and forth, like, they're freaking out. <laughs> so I was, trying to avoid I the rockets. Hilarious. Like, what's, what's coming for us? Oh, man, what's that gonna be? And then it, like, hits the ground, explodes everywhere, and everybody dies. Mm-hmm. The car that pulls up... It's actually from another video game. Oh, really? Like a DeLorean. It's, uh... I think it was kind of a DeLorean-looking car. Yeah, it was another Sega Genesis game called eSWAT. At the ending of eSWAT, you see a police car, and it's the exact same car. Hmm. They did a lot of stuff in this game to cut corners, money corners. Well, like, stealing sound effects, stealing... They actually stole... Music from actual artists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they stole um, some of their sound effects... And the font that's used in the game from Revenge of Shinobi, the game that they made right before this. Uh, so they did a lot of stuff just to, like, cut corners. But they said it was, like, oh, to keep a continuity of what Team Shinobi was doing. But no, it's to Yeah, I think make they want to make it. Yeah. But with the special attack, attack too, I mean, I didn't get to play this a lot as two players. So I got all excited when I saw the car pull up. And they pull up with a different gun. 
they pull out like a this huge Gatlin gun and shot a bunch of stuff and like the, a bunch of these like fiery bombs come down and explode all over the screen. So when you have two players, like guns change. So when you have two players, the second player gets a different uh-huh. special that shows it. up. Yeah. I know, I got, like, all excited. I was like, well, I've never seen that! Being that I hit mine on accident every single time I used it. <laughs> I was like, damn it! Yeah, every time I played this game as a kid, I would always forget which button was the attack button. And the first thing I would do is the game would start up, it's a stage one start, and the first thing I'd do is bomb everything that was that was, was like on the screen. like a cat walking which, by. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> That's all you killed. <laughs> you really blew up that Coke can on the street. start on is the city streets. Mm-hmm. It's like nighttime, I guess? And there's a bunch of neon lights. I mean, it's like, you're in New York, but are you in like the, the little Tokyo part of New York? Because you got all the neons. I mean, Tokyo's always got all the neon signs and everything at what night. About, um, this is all neon. Times Square. Could be Times Square. Right in Times Square. You can tell I've been to New York. I haven't been to New York either, but I've seen television. And they, they show New York in it. Do they? <laughs> is it every New Year's? <laughs> yes. Is it Chinese New Year's? Yeah. When is Chinese New Year? I don't know. January? Why they gotta be on a weird okay. calendar? Because they don't have to follow everybody. They, they do whatever sh- they want. <sighs> so you start on the streets. I mean, beating up a lot of the thugs, whatever. Then, uh... I don't know. It It didn't really get crazy interesting until you got to level three where it was uh the beachfront which i always thought that you're on the beach you get the waves crashing in and you've got guys coming out of the water basically yeah kind of kind of running off the beach i mean this beach has got piles of tires it's got bottles and garbage floating through (laughs) i mean i guess it's a new york beach the wave animation always bugged me even as a kid it just doesn't look right and every once in a while it just, like, rains on you. Yeah, like a mist. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, it's just a really weird stage. Skip a few levels, we got to level 5, and I was like, okay, level 5 is, like, the hardest level of this whole freaking game. If you get, I remember when we started, if we get past... It was on the boat. It was on the boat. And I know you said, and finally made me realize why this level is so freaking hard, because it's a water level. Yeah, that's a kind of water level. I hate water levels. <laughs> I hate them. Wish they would never make a water level again. <laughs> but yeah, this is the hardest level in the game. It's the longest one. And if you get past level 5, the rest the of the ninjas. game is easy. The ninjas make it The difficult. ninjas. And isn't the boss at the end the ninja girls? Yeah. They're the toughest toughest thing in there. What's their names are Mona and Lisa. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I I hate that level. It's terrible. But if you get past that, it's it's pretty much easy sailing the rest of the way. I mean, you go through a factory. So, pro tip on that level, there's these, like, hydraulic presses that keep smashing down on the ground. Throw all the enemies into the hydraulic lift and let them kill everybody for you. <laughs> of course, every beat-em-up game, the next stage, round seven, is the elevator level. Every single beat-em-up game... I think that's ever that I've ever played always yeah, has an elevator level. Move. It's either got to go up or go down. This one's taking you up to the uh, to round eight, which is they're calling the syndicate headquarters. But it's basically you're at the um, at the top of a like in in the presidential suite of a building, and you got to go down this long hallway. But on on level seven, the pro tip there on any elevator level, throw everybody off the elevator. And um, that last level, the thing that always ticked me off going through this long hallway, besides having to do the typical boss run again, mm-hmm. you have to fight all the bosses again. Of course, you got to fight Mona and Lisa at the door before again. you get to the final mm-hmm. boss. Yeah. Um, but on the way to all those, to that boss run, every once in a while, like a bunch of food carts will be thrown down the hallway, 
and I'd always get hit by the food carts. Slimers in there. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. What the hell are you doing? It's a big cockroach. Um, so, and, um, I don't know, should I f spoil the final boss fight? No. You, what you gotta fight? No. No. No, no spoiler. Okay. What the final fight is? Because <laughs> we do have to talk about that. Um, I know I made you watch some game footage of it. This game was a resp or this whole series was a response to the Super Nintendo and Capcom making the, and the popularity of Capcom's Final Fight arcade game. They copied a lot of what Final Fight was doing to make this game, but changed up a lot of stuff, too. And which, again, this game came out December 30th, 1990. Final Fight came out September 1991. And it was going to be a Super Nintendo exclusive when the Super Nintendo was released. So... They brought this series out right before that to kind of steal some of the Super Nintendo's thunder. Mm -hmm. But if you look, I mean, the characters you choose from are very similar. You got the uh, the ninja, which is kind of Blaze, the girl. Judo expert. Yeah, you got the average guy, which is uh, Axel. Axel Stone. <laughs> and then you got the big, uh, big muscly dude, Hagar, which yeah. actually is in Streets of Rage Part 2. There's, like, an exact copy of him. The levels were even in the same order. You start on the streets, then you go to uh, fight in a park, then you go in a factory, you get the elevator stage, then you go to the mansion high-rise, and even the final bosses are, like, almost identical. So, again, this game ripping everybody off. <laughs> even the box arts? Let me, let me show you this. Which I'll, I'll post this picture on our... Uh, on our Facebook page here, but the uh, box art, they even ripped off a lot of the things from the box art. So there's the Super Nintendo Final Fight 2 box, mm -hmm. and here's the Streets of Rage 1 and 2 box, and there's the exact same stuff in here. Kung Fu Kickin' Girl, Kung Fu Kickin' Girl. The uh, <laughs> guy falling down, guy falling down exactly the same way. The knife. <laughs> the, this guy in the window, this guy in the window. Guy coming out, Ninja Turtle coming out of the sewer, sewer, Ninja Turtle coming out of the sewer. It's it's just like they stole everything from Final Fight to try to steal some of its thunder, and like it's kind of subliminal how they they're like, oh yeah, they're kind of the same game. So I like Final Fight. So Streets of Rage must be cool too. That's crazy. It's insane. Ripping them off. <laughs> There's a uh, what is this a Japanese movie? Sister Street Fighter. Called Sister Street Fighter, yeah, and it's l literally the exact same arrangement in the characters that are drawn on the Street Your Age box. <laughs> so they just uh, took everything from every kind of pop culture there was everywhere and tried to throw this out there. Well, Sister Street Fighter was a 1974 Japanese martial arts movie, mm -hmm. so they stole it from that. Yeah, Streets of Rage. Saying, no, oh, yeah, Streets yeah. of Rage ripping off everybody. That's funny. So, and of course, Team Shinobi was based out of Japan. So I'll post that picture on our Facebook page too, because it's <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous to see this stuff side by side. So did you like the first Streets of Rage? Because this is the first time you've ever played it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I played this game. I, I loved beat em ups when I was a kid. I wasn't happy with uh, how Axel Stone played. It was kind of annoying. I think you would have had more fun if you got to be the girl. Yeah. I, had, I, I did have more fun when I played her. She is awesome. Yeah. She's totally awesome. So, alright. On to Streets of Rage 2. Mm-hmm. Next box. Which we already looked at. <laughs> Since we just saw how it ripped off everybody. 
So Streets of Rage 2 in Japan is called Bare Knuckles 2, The Requiem of the Deadly Battle. Can it have a longer title? <laughs> well, you gotta get the kids interested. <laughs> so released in the U.S. December 20th, 1992. So almost exactly two years later. One year after the battle, the city that had been plagued with crime and violence was safe and peaceful. The whole city was safe and peaceful. However, evil has once again cast its shadow over the city, and it looks like a big... What is that? A big purple dude. Mr. X, the syndicate crime boss believed destroyed by the three young vigilantes, has come back to life stronger than ever. Thirsty for revenge, he kidnaps Adam in an attempt to lure Axel and Blaze into a trap. Axel and Blaze set out to help their faithful companion, joined by Axel's friend Max, a wrestler, and Adam's kid brother, Skate. They are determined to save Adam from Mr. X out of action. Four young friends, rage burning inside them, make a stand for friendship and peace. <laughs> this story, this is like, man. Joined by Axel's friend Max, a wrestler, and Adam's kid brother, Skate. <laughs> yeah. Mr. X is back from the dead. And he's a ghost, apparently. With and, giant hands. <laughs> and he steals Adam. <laughs> and Adam's little brother comes to help. I yeah. get that guy. Ugh, which... Okay, <laughs> was so like these, the worst character so, ever. So now there's four characters. <coughs> two from the first one. And then these two new characters. Well, first, let's talk about Skate first. Which, his real name is... Eddie... Quotation skate hunter. <laughs> um, what? Why do they call him skate? Because he's on rollerblades. He's a cheapskate. Oh. oh, he likes to rollerblade. He's on blades. So bad. Only thing he's missing to be a total '80s cliche is a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> or is that '90s? Well, it's still it anyway. looked very '80s though. Yeah, but it's whatever. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he uh, he's. I guess you gotta at least try him, because he does do some cool stuff, like he'll jump on your head and punch you. And, and he'll kick you with a double skate. Yeah, and he'll double do his, his, his uh, like, windmill skate kick. <laughs> um, he break dancing on his, uh, inline skates. And he's the only one with a dash attack. You can tap two times, and he'll go, like, to a running speed and, like, dash jump attack and stuff. But even though he's got some cool moves, he's terrible. He's so weak. Yeah, so, so, so weak. small. <laughs> you die so many times with it. I mean, I guess, what do you expect from a little brother? Yeah, a little kid brother. Even even though I'm the little brother, but... What, <laughs> what? do you expect we from me? We don't expect much from no, you. No, no, Where are your skates? <laughs> oh, they're in the closet. <laughs> I used to rollerblade, too, when I, I was a know. kid. I <laughs> know. We used to build ramps and stuff. All the time, out of, like, spare plywood that we find in the woods and at so, construction sites. what if your brother was kidnapped? What would you have done? You would have skated to find him? I would have dash-skated the other direction, <laughs> so I wouldn't have got hit. <laughs> and then, especially if a ghost took him. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. I guess Mr. X is actually an ex-mister. What? Because he's dead. Shut up! Your jokes! <laughs> Just stop! They're bad. <laughs> Someone slap me. What is that? Oh. Just shut Just up. Just shut it. Just shut up, Just shut it. up. And then, like I said earlier, Max Thunder is the big wrestling dude that looks just like Hagar from Final Fight. And he's so slow and terrible. I don't like him either. So stick to one of the two original people. The girl. Yeah, stick to the girl. Which I learned, too, that there's actually a code in there where usually you can't pick the same character. Mm-hmm. But there is a code where you can pick the same character. So, it's the thing I like about old cartridges, is there's all those codes where you can do weird stuff. There's no codes in games anymore.
So this was a, one of the 16 megabit cartridges, which was a huge deal back then, which is actually double the, the memory size of the first game. And that's where we get the awesome improved graphics. Yeah, well, they were a little bit improved. Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit. Characters were so much bigger. Yeah. I mean, you you notice the second I put the cartridge in, you're like, wow, this game looks way better. It moved a lot better. It does move a lot quicker, a lot faster, a lot smoother. The graphics are a lot more colorful. There's a lot more color depth to it. So, I mean, there's there's obvious graphic enhance, enhancements to it. Uh, what's, what's cool, too, is that, again, in the first game, you start on the streets. And on the second game, you start on the streets, like the same streets. It's like they recreated those streets again but you get all the new elements of the new game through it. So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. You go into like uh, buildings. Yeah, which the levels, if you notice, they kind of, like the in the first game, you just go through, hit the final boss, and you're done. This one I felt like I was doing stage 1-1. One, one. Then you'd go inside to the bar, it was like stage 1-2. Mm -hmm. Then you went to the back of the bar, which was like stage 1-3, where you had the boss fight. It's like they always broke up each stage in the small stages. I thought that was pretty cool. You did? Kind of interesting. There's a lot more variety in this one because of that. With these new characters, you got a lot of new moves. You got a special move, right? You, instead of having the car pull up, <laughs> you actually had a special move now that would like punch everything around you, but every time you used it, it would take a little bit of your health. Which again, thanks Final Fight. <laughs> you got a double tap move. Where you double tap and press attack, and you do. I know you were the girl, so you did like a Hadouken. And uh, I was playing Axel, where I did some kind of weird, like, tiger upper punch, uppercut thing. Now we're ripping off, ripping off Street Fighter 2? <laughs> what is going on? I never, I never realized any of this when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, what was she doing with her move? Was she just like pushing out energy or something? I don't. She's so fast! <laughs> she just pushes them out of the way. That it makes an uh, energy blast. Yeah. You're not supposed to be magical. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot more moves to it, too, so that that was good. I like that. Um, of course, more weapons and power-ups. Instead of roast beef on this one, you had turkey. Oh, there was turkey then. Yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, they added a few new weapons, like the katana blade and uh, some kind of ninja knife, which was... I don't know, how do you say that? Kunai? Yeah, I like the sword. It was cool. Yeah. I like beating the punks with, like, that pipe, too. Yeah. Because it swung like a bat. Yeah, it did. And That's... there were baseball bats, too. Yeah. In this one. That was one thing that the Adam Lunk dummy guy did what... Or not Adam, uh, Axel. He, he swung that pipe like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, did. he had a good follow-through on that, he too. He did. <laughs> And that's something, the punks in this game didn't look like turtles anymore. They actually looked like punks wearing jackets. Mm-hmm. So, again, that, that big graphic upgrade. <laughs> I can see their clothes! I got, I got a, I got a, uh, a childhood story about this game because I remember going to the store and buying this game. You don't. <clears throat> so when I was 16, mm -hmm. I was working my second job, which was I worked at Belk Hudson in the men's suit department. Now it's just Belk. I even went to Belk the, a couple days ago <laughs> and said, "What happened to the Hudson?" They're like, "We don't know what happened to that guy." <laughs> and right outside of Belk Hudson was a KB Toys. It was payday. I just got my check. It was like for 96 bucks. I walk into KB Toys and I start looking at the games and I see Streets of Rage 2 up there, which I had been waiting for because I had been reading about it in an EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly Magazine. And I grab it off there and I got to look at the box, check it out. And I'm like, how much is this thing? Like, this game's $90. Oh my god. And I'm like, oh my god, $90? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That is insane! And I looked at it for a minute, 
looked at my paycheck. You was like, here. Looked at the bu- and I'm like, <laughs> this is the only time in my life I've ever said this. And I was like, well, you only live once. Give me this game. I dropped the 90, $96 with tax. Went home, beat the damn thing in four hours. Oh my gosh. And then put it on the shelf. Because <laughs> back then when I beat a game, I never played it again. That's nuts, though, that you would spend, like, is that, was that two weeks of pay? I think that was one week. One week? Oh my goodness. But, still. Yeah, that was, that's the most money I've ever played, paid for any kind of game. Back in 1992. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 96. That'd be like a $300 game. That'd be like a $300 <laughs> game now, yeah. So. Where did they get off charging those prices? Well, it was 16 megabits. Oh my god. You know, which is four megs now. Which is about what an MP3 is takes up. And it seems like, actually, that toys and things were a lot more expensive in the 80s and 90s. Well, technology was more expensive back then. Yeah. So now they make everything where it falls apart after a year. <laughs> so That's true. I mean, these cartridges are, what, 26 years, 24 years old, and they still work perfect. Yeah, that's true. So. They're made hardy. Yeah. New iPhone can't even hold up in tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, there's only actually nine people that had that problem. Nine? Nine. Well, I mean... And then uh, I read something today that Consumer Reports put it through a full thing, and they, they were actually like, well, Consumer Reports says it's hard, it's actually hard to bend this phone. But I don't know how much I trust Consumer Reports, because they get paid off. So your, your jeans had, like, only nine people wear really, really tight jeans. I... If you wear skinny jeans, you deserve it. Because skinny jeans are terrible. Terrible? That is terrible. Almost as terrible as skate. (laughs) Almost. So yeah, at level 3 in this game, which was kind of neat, I, I, I noticed it this time around, is that you fight through an arcade, and in the arcade is a bunch of bare knuckles machines. Oh yeah, and then you, you beat the crap out of them and yeah, get you, stuff out of it. Yeah, you gold. punch them and there's like gold and... People are paying for... Apples and... <laughs> <laughs> like, what the... I think you don't understand the concept of cord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't just jam anything in these machines. Well, these games are golden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I told you to stop. Okay. Do I have to get rough with you? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Alright, so then we do have to talk, of course, uh, we said we'd mention this later on, about the soundtrack of these games. Uh-huh. Soundtrack, even as a kid, amazing. <laughs> no? You don't think so? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, or was Enigma ripoff? Well, yeah. But, I mean, just overall... The the sound first off the soundtrack of these games is considered one of the best soundtracks of that whole era, the whole sixteen bit era. Yeah, you can't talk about Streets of Rage without talking about the soundtrack. Yeah, there's not much chip tune music that I'll actually sit down and listen to, but I'll actually put this soundtrack on my on my phone and listen to it as a drive around or whatever. <laughs> it 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 fits the action really well. I think it complements it really good. So this guy composed it. You gotta say the name. Yuzo Koshiro? Yeah. Oh my like, god. That, why? Because there's a Z in it, for Christ's sake? That was not hard. <laughs> no, because because you you are learning how to speak Korean and all that, That's so you're gonna Korean. know how to say it a little. But you're just gonna know how to say it better than I will. But we were talking about where he came up with the... How he ripped off Enigma. Well, he was, <laughs> yeah. He was influenced by electronic dance music and club music and techno music and house music. That's a lot of hands. Pretty much any type of electronic music. So electronica and house music and techno, and he wanted to be one of the first to introduce those kind of sounds to a video game. Okay. And I think he was very successful at it. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack, particularly in Streets of Rage 2, was considered revolutionary and ahead of its time coming out of a 16-bit system at that time. Now, what's funny, though, is I don't like the soundtrack... The Streets of Rage 2. I think it's way too techno 
I mean, I know some of those songs. It was just like a bunch of blah blah bleep bloops. Yeah. But the first Streets of Rage, I I love that soundtrack, and I always have. I liked it so much that when I was a kid, my gaming setup. Here's another one of those fun stories. My gaming setup when I was a kid was um, I had a 13-inch TV. Whoa, that was big. Yeah, and I had a boombox that was it was like it was a ghetto blaster boombox. The thing weighed like 40 pounds. Took With all the D batteries. <laughs> took 10 D batteries. And it was literally bigger than the TV. And I had this thing on top of that 13-inch TV. All totally rigged so that the sound would... So all the sound would go through it and everything would work together. And I would, like, blast this music as I played this game. <laughs> it was awesome! Yeah, that's my sister's boombox that I eventually stole slash inherited from her. <laughs> she didn't want to move it out. Uh, I think it was too heavy. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, this, the soundtrack, this, I think this is what got me big into audio, too, because I was really big into audio. I always have been big into, like, audio systems and stuff like that. And uh, this was one of the first games that got me big into audio well, for games. That, that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jealous of my TV. Yeah, I'm jealous of your boombox. I, I had a lot to say about Streets of Rage because I really liked this series growing up, and uh, I've always hunted down this game on whatever I could. And you paid so much money for it, you'd have to like it, because well, yeah. your life would be over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I spent $100 on a game and it sucked, I, I, it. I swear to <laughs> God, I'd be, I'd be fighting with that manager. And <laughs> breaking everything in your room. <laughs> but this, I, this game has been around for a long time, and, it, and they keep re-releasing it. Sega keeps... Totally whoring this game out to whatever system comes out. It's been re-released yeah. on just about everything Saw that's Wii out there. Saw Wii in 2007, and uh, Xbox and Sony in 2009, and, and uh, Game iOS. Gear. Yeah. yeah, it's on. It's available on iPhone for 99 cents. Seriously, you can't just give it to us for free. <laughs> they keep putting it on the compilation Sega discs. Um, always packaged with Sonic. Anything that Sonic, the old Sonic games are on, Streets of Rage is thrown in there for free with it. So, you've got plenty of ways to play these games, and um, play them. I like them. I love them. They're great. <laughs> Brittany, what do you think? It was fun. It was more fun when I got to play Blaze, and she was actually kicking and jumping yeah. and killing people. And punching me most of the time. Yeah, well, you deserved it. We did double-team people, though. Every once in a while. I was like, hold on! Yeah, we, we put them in the middle, and you'd punch, I'd punch, you'd punch, I'd punch, you'd punch. And then we actually hit each other once of we course. got through the, the bad guy. Yeah. And then we had our our, our loving embraces every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let me go, let me go. Yeah. The characters can kind of, like, grab each other, and instead of throwing them, we just, like, hug for a second. <laughs> Until someone stopped us. Right. Watch that while you were getting your hair did. My friend forced me to watch Psych a little bit. Man. That's pretty good. I won't admit it though, because <laughs> you can't let people have stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> I could give you this win. <laughs> I guess if I have to. I don't even know what that show's about. Well, um, they've compared it to Adventure Time. Like, it's a cartoon? No, it's like. It's a it's live action, like. Uh, cop kind of mystery drama, but I guess there's a lot of elements that, that match up with Adventure Time, I guess, or something. I don't know. You're not I even sure what you're watching. That much. <laughs> yeah, the only show that I watched was the season fin the one hour season finale of the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I heard it was pretty cool. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I watched that thing, me and Finn, we just didn't move 
Our mouths were open the whole time, and our eyes were glued to the screen. Even Ashley was in the kitchen, like, doing stuff, and she's like, what is going on? It sounds like there's so much stuff happening. <laughs> it's it's a pretty intense episode. It's actually, I, I'd say it's, it's like one of the best action movie type things that I've watched all year. Everything goes down. I mean, major fights happen, crazy stuff happens with the Krang. Dogs and cats living together. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insanity. And then the, the the end of the episode just leaves you on a total cliffhanger. Which, when you watch it, it took me a minute to realize it, but I felt like I was... And I, and I never watch it. I felt like I was getting set up for a Walking Dead-type storyline coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't watch Walking Dead because I can't stand zombies. <laughs> but... It's, it it it's leaves like you with that kind of hopelessness at the end, and you're like, oh my god, when's the next episode coming out? <laughs> and I can't wait for next season. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. I cannot wait. I've, ar- I've already watched it like six times in a row, and it's still awesome every time I see it. So you guys gotta catch that out. Catch that out? Catch, <laughs> catch, catch that. Are you like making up catchphrases? It's like, check that out and catch that at the same time. You gotta catch that out! <laughs> you heard what I said! <laughs> But mister, <laughs> you catch that up. See it? See it? Catch that out. <laughs> Is it like, catch that out? <laughs> Uncle Joey. <laughs> this week in gaming news. Adam is a big weirdo. That's never news. How many times do I have to tell you? Um, Catch that out. <laughs> so, so Super Smash Brothers, um, the demo was released for 3DS. Stop lying. And there was this kid at the flea market that was actually working a booth by himself. He's like a, a 10-year-old kid. And I walk into the booth, and he's like, yeah, games are over here, stuff's over here, whatever. If you need any help, just let me know. And then he looks back into his Game Boy. I'm like, where the hell's your parents? <laughs> anyway, so he was sitting there playing the, the demo for uh, Smash Brothers, and he was telling me that it was pretty darn awesome. Pretty darn? Pretty darn. <laughs> he's ten years old. Come on, what do you expect from the language? <laughs> so his parents let him run his own little gaming shop? I guess it was, it was like he had he had a couple of games which were way overpriced, and a bunch of action figures. They had like a bunch of original Star Wars stuff in the box, and all, all. I mean, they had some cool stuff there, but the prices were not flea market prices. So, eventually, the dad came up later and was like, "Hey, you doing okay over here?" Like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, your son's doing a great job." I got job. my own booth over here. Yeah. I'm running. Um, but the game officially comes out on October third, so. That's real soon. Catch that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, for all you Harley Quinn fans, apparently every year Harley Quinn comes out with a new comic book series. I, I don't know. I haven't shopped comics in a long time. But Harley Quinn Annual Number 1 is going to be a scratch and sniff issue. The whole issue? The whole, I, I don't, it's going to have scratch and sniff in it. And apparently the smells that are going to be in it, you're going to have leather, suntan lotion, pizza, and a mystery compound. Ooh. Sweaty. <laughs> I don't know. Um, apparently, though, other countries aren't going to get mystery compound. It's going to be... Oh, God. I can't remember what the other smell is going to be, but they actually identified what the other smell is going to be. It's like something like popcorn or something, something stupid. So I wonder if the mystery compound is going to be Chemical X. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Because from the original Batman movie, when the Joker did the commercials. Is it Chemical X? It's Chemical X. <laughs> you look nuts. <laughs> no. Do I look like the Joker? No, you just look no. like nut. Okay. Is it the hair? It's your teeth. No. <laughs> So that's all the news I have. There wasn't much going on this week. I couldn't find anything. No. I was like, what? Nothing? At least nothing interesting. Yeah. There, I mean, there was no actual new news about any games. No. It was all just um, like, talking about stuff that we already knew and when it was coming boring out. Boring. End of September. Yeah. So, 
Well, I guess they're waiting for all the fun news for uh, Black Friday and Christmas yeah, season. next month there'll probably be, like, all so, this stuff going on. Well, I don't have the details on it, but apparently Xbox One... Oh, no, I do have the details. Xbox <laughs> One in Europe has dropped the price. That shows their success in Europe. It's now they're already <laughs> price dropping. Please buy this. Yeah. So that's that's all we got for news. Brittany, you've picked our next game. I have. So what's your hint for the next show? Because I have no idea what this is. You're playing a game as a character. Wow. Through levels. Mm. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I bet Matt knows what it is. Shut up! <laughs> Fine, one person's going to know what the episode is. Matt is our uh, our big donor again. Donor? Backer? What was the word we used again? Investor. Investor. Um, and he suggested a game for us again. So, he suggested uh, many games. Yes, but you picked one of them. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what Matt chose next week. Where the gaming never ends, as long as you catch press, it out, catch it, as long as you catch it out, and press, press continue. continue. Bye.